Last time on Pokemon Rollout, the team was walking through the woods near Trilithon Sanctuary when two Eevee rushed up to Professor Sneeze. It was apparent these Eevee were scared and running from something. The group took turns taking watch for the evening. Throughout the night, they were ambushed by an ominous fog that turned out to be some ghastly, one of which Charlie caught. It then became apparent through the sleepless night that they were being pursued by a Duskull. The Duskull was tormenting the Eevee due to them mischievously escaping from their owner. This, combined with the lack of sleep, led to the group being quite irritable. The group brought the Eevee home, but were still being followed by the Duskull. They eventually made the Duskull faint, putting the issues to rest, despite not getting any themselves. They then extorted, uh, I mean, returned the Eevee to their owner, who gave them a reward, and then made their way to the inn. What will happen today in Pokemon Rollout? I don't know. Charlie's not going to be there. Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Michael, and I play Professor Sneeze. And I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana. Whoa, Lydia, you sound so nice! (laughs) I know, thanks to this handy-dandy new microphone from all of our wonderful Patreon users for donating to us, so thanks, guys! (laughs) Thanks, and Patreon. Generic, <laughs> generic commercial music starts playing. <laughs> this news, no. <laughs> That's what I just did, isn't it? Right. <laughs> well, thanks for bringing it up, Michael. <laughs> oh, you know 50. me. <laughs> just becomes a fifties infomercial all of a sudden. <laughs> all right. Yep. <laughs> commercial. So, now we got that out of the way. Great. <laughs> right. So you guys have woken up from uh, your late nights off at the Pokemon Center and being chased by Duskull and uh, Ghastly and all that fun stuff. And um, when you wake up the next morning at the Pokemon Center, you found that uh, Charlie has already woken up and left. God, He did not not leave a note because he's Charlie. (laughs) Please don't tell me he thought he was going in the right direction. Of course he thought he was going in the right direction. He at least thought he was going in a direction. (laughs) We're going to the Pokemart and we're buying a child leash. I'm sure there are Pokemon leashes, so maybe that could be retrofitted. Well, there is robes. (laughs) That can can work, right? (laughs) Right. Totally. Right. All right. So when you come downstairs from uh, the rooms in the Pokemon Center in the upstairs area, so when you come back downstairs, um, you're called over by the uh, attendant who's there, the nurse, who is unfortunately not Nurse Joy, but then she, she's on the other Pokemon things. Tandy region is a little too far removed. <laughs> but she says, uh, a young man came in uh, a few hours ago and left these for you. And she takes out a note and two Pokeballs. What, what? What are these? What? Uh, Who I was read it? The note. Who was... <laughs> um, 
the note says, uh, these two tried to get out again last night. Uh, I've had a handful trying to take care of them, and I've already uh, got enough Pokemon with their mother. And So you seem like competent trainers at the very least. So I'm uh, bequeathing them to you. Make sure to take care of them. I Their names were Artemis and Apollo. Congratulations, you have two level 15 Eevees, one male, one female. It's a lady! That's a lady! <laughs> and Got in it. Charlie's That'd honor... Obligatory. Booyah! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we did get them right next to each other. Perfect! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can split those up among yourselves, you can decide to keep one for Charlie later, or whatever you like. Uh, Professor so... Sneeze is definitely interested in one. And he would also not judge Liliana for taking one <laughs> in Charlie's absence. Kind of snooze you lose. I mean, Charlie's not here, so. <laughs> oh, dear. He doesn't get it. Or you're the, you guys are the ones who slept in, so snooze you lose is kind of reversed in this situation. Yeah. Don't, don't get hung up on the details. <laughs> um, which one do you want, Liliana? Uh, if it isn't clear, Artemis is the female, Apollo is the male. Oh, I had him totally reversed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just for funsies. <laughs> I mean, there is the whole book series Artemis Fowl, and the main character is a boy named Artemis, so you That's just thought I'd clarify. That's true. Do you want to roll for it? I don't know. What? Do you want to roll for it? Sure. What? What die? Uh, it's oh. like you, roll, you can roll a d4. One and two are male. Three and four are female. Yeah, uh, I got a two. So what does that give me? What? Yeah, two two would be male. All right. So Ooh. you have Apollo and I have Artemis. Well, I'm gonna train my new Eevee, and I'm gonna train Boo Boo, my Swablu. Both of you, come on out, Artemis and Boo Boo. Artemis kind of blinks and looks around, rather confused. Uh, meanwhile, the Swablu has landed back on your head. <laughs> All right, get make make yourself comfortable, I guess. Uh, I will. You, you're very commands. light. Hmm? You're a very light snore from the top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll a command check for Artemis okay. the Eevee. Seven. Okay. Uh, are you, like, what are you doing for training? Um, I'm going to have them run laps. Uh, for Artemis, I'm going to have her kind of run back and forth, um, through the grass. And Boo Boo, I'm going to have her kind of fly back and forth and, and around, um, maybe a tree. I'm going to select a tree for them to run laps around. A big okay. tree. Okay. All right. Uh, Liliana, would you like to train any of your Pokemon? Um, I don't remember this, but even if I don't have a Pokemon in my party, can I still train it? Since you're at a Pokemon Center, you can. Yes. I'm going to say yes. Cool, thanks. Okay, so I'm going to train my Magikarp Victoria! (laughs) 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 <laughs> stop laughing guys um, <laughs> and then I'm going to uh, also train my Ralts um, Faye and okay. 
Victoria, I'm just going to have her try to like jump and just try to keep using splash and jumping around as much as she can. And um, Faye, I don't know, squats <laughs> for like <laughs> yoga. <laughs> I just, I just got the image of a Rolds just trying to do squats and like tripping over its little like skirt thing. And she's like, what? Aww. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to really move its feet when it's doing squats. Uh, see, it's, it's just pretending to do squats. It's like bobbing its head. Yep. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, that, that works. Like, this is why I'm training them. <laughs> These right. two specifically. <laughs> All right. For yours running laps, the Swablu flaps a little bit. Uh, it, it's, it seems like it kind of runs into a branch every once in a while, but eventually it gets the hang of it. Um, it doesn't really seem like it's like purposely running into them. It just seems like it gets distracted by something. Sure. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Artemis gets completely distracted about three laps in and runs off, and you have to spend most the better part of an hour chasing her down. <sighs> yeah. Artemis, return. Yeah. Boo boo, good job. Return. You feeling okay, Grandpa? It's it's really hard to chase down an Eevee. They're they're fast. Yeah, I can't believe it. Looks like you're having a bit of trouble there. Yep. But you yep. did it. That's you know, it's just keeping you in shape too. That's how you can look at it from a more positive light. Yep. Yep. All right, so after training your Pokemon and chasing down an Eevee, what do you do next? Charlie's not back yet, but I don't know where he would have gone. Maybe he did find the right way and started on ahead, so do you think we should just keep heading into the sanctuary? I mean, we could. But... That was very ominous. Charlie's sense of direction. We could possibly have brunched with him out too, but mm, Charlie will probably just come back when he's hungry. That's <laughs> true. That's very true. So yeah, I'd say yeah. Might as well just catch up with him later at like dinner or something, hmm. and, and hope to run into him. <laughs> yeah. He'll find us. That was was very ominous. We could. (laughs) It just sounded very ominous. (laughs) I mean, I don't don't know where he went. (laughs) (laughs) So so if we don't find him. It's like, Liliana, I saw that you started your Pokemon training and then disappeared for about an hour. What happened? Nothing. (laughs) Someone walks by. Oh, thanks for the shovel. No. So, as you are walking through town, um, you notice one door uh, in the town seems to have been ripped off of its hinges and scattered in pieces on the front of the street. Um, A little farther down, both of you notice, like farther up the road, far enough that it's almost out of eyesight, but you can uh, catch it fairly well. There's a piece, there's ground that seems to be ripped and torn up by. Uh, it looks like the same long bladed uh, weapons or implements that were used to destroy the door. Oh. 
That doesn't look good. I'm not perceiving good things. <laughs> I'm going to do a Pokemon uh, education check to see if I know whether a Pokemon could have done this. Uh, as you're both, definitely, um, as you're both doing that, you you do hear some someone or something moving around inside the house. Mm. They don't, whatever it is, it doesn't seem terribly hurried or uh, damaging. Okay. It sounds like just like a person moving about, so. Um, I got a 27 on Pokemon Education. Sheesh. Four sixes and a three. I was going to say, how many D6s do you roll again? Okay. Nice. Um, you are fairly sure from, um, oh, before I say this, this is a strange question, but it'll make sense in in about two seconds. What are your characters wearing? Oh. (laughs) Well... That's quite personal. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> Professor Sneeze is wearing a uh, a white, a big white lab coat that almost looks maybe one or half a size too big. Um, but it's held together by a brown belt, a brown leather belt, uh, probably made from a Toro's hide. Um, and really big, thick glasses that kind of make his eyes look a little bit buggy. And then, like, brown pants, brown shoes? Black. Black pants, uh, black black shoes. Uh, kind of, uh, like, rubber boots-ish. Okay. And, like, a white shirt underneath or something like that? Yep. Right. Um, Liana's wearing really, like, black dress. Long sleeves. Uh, a line? We're getting real specific there. <laughs> um, Ruffles on the shoulders? <laughs> no, no, that's too dumb. <laughs> I always hated ruffles. Man, yeah. whenever I like wore ruffled stuff as a kid, ugh, I always wanted to rip it off. Anyways, that's getting off track. <laughs> but <laughs> no ruffles. Um <laughs> Uh, and then probably just, like, sturdy black, like, hiking boots or something. I'm making her sound like a goth. <laughs> I don't think I never really, like, thought about that. Because, like, I have the, like, picture up on her trainer sheet. But, yeah. But, uh, huh. Yeah. Just weird. Hmm. Black, I mean. But I suppose it makes sense, though, because, like, she sneaks around a lot. So. True. Yeah. Right. Um, ninja goth. Ninja Actually, goth. she's a ninja, so, yeah. There you go. Ninja goth chic. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, but not not like those dumb boots that got like coming in twenty eighteen. Like high heels or something. Like nice hiking boots, you know. Sensible. She's a sensible girl. Sen- a sensible ninja goth. Yep. Sensible. <laughs> there. Just just pile on the the ad- adjectives. Keep going. <laughs> All right. So Professor Sneeze looking at um the remains of the door and the and what was damaged by and things you notice that the door is normally painted was uh, normally painted a greenish color with like a grass pattern to blend into the hill side and everything there but uh, there seems to be a stripe of red paint across it hmm. which tells you which plus the long bladed uh, implements used tells you that this was probably attacked by a scyther. Oh. Why Scyther was in the middle of town to see something red to attack is an interesting question. This this looks like a Scyther attack, but why, why would a Scyther be in the middle of town? That is interesting. 
Interesting. Well, we did hear that whatever that is inside too. I feel like we should take a look. Um, that's, I that's rolled. Thanks. <laughs> she like gives him a high five. <laughs> <laughs> um, earlier I had rolled a twenty-two for stealth. Okay. So you're sneaking in the door. Sneaky sneak. Is, is Professor Sneeze going with you or staying outside? Uh, Professor Sneeze uh, is going to watch her <laughs> and come up to the threshold of the door, but otherwise stay back. Okay. Um, you enter into a living room area that looks like it's kind of been destroyed by the same uh, l- implements, so the, the bladed arms of a scyther, you're guessing in the moment. Uh, judging by the amount of destruction, there was probably more than one. I'm saying there, uh, in the middle of the room is a middle-aged man with uh, graying brown hair and brown eyes who just seems to be uh, walking through and just seems to be kind of like puttering about a bit, just picking things up, uh, things that aren't destroyed and like setting them back in place and kind of sweeping things together. Um, as Professor Sneeze comes to the door, he doesn't seem to notice uh, Liliana. As Professor Sneeze comes to the door, he looks up and goes, oh, Hello, I'm just, uh, sorry, I'm not open at the moment, but I, I should be able to help you out soon. Uh, you see, it's been a little bit of a mess here. Uh, are, are, are you okay? I'm fine, I'm fine, I didn't come down last night. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, you, you don't seem to be from around here, are you new in town? Um, yeah, yes, I'm, uh, uh, my name is Professor Sneeze, uh, I, I, I'm from around here, from the Trilathon Sanctuary, but I am currently a Pokemon trainer on an adventure. Um, sneeze. I, I feel like I've heard that name somewhere. You, you may have heard one or two of my theses written about uh, Snorlax. Um, Maybe I don't do terribly much reading, but Pokemon's always interesting. I, I'm, Dur- I'm Dury Waller. I'm, I'm the channeler here. The channeler? Mm-hmm. Do I need to do a general education check to know what he's talking about? Pokemon or occult will get you more. Uh, well, uh, you know I'm going to do a Pokemon education. <laughs> In the meantime, can Liliana kind of like look around for things to loot? <laughs> or, <laughs> or or otherwise like, you know, hints or clues or anything about what might have happened? You know, that too. But <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Um, would I roll perception for that? Yes. Okay. I rolled a 17 in Pokemon Education. Okay. Uh, channelers are people with the ability to mystically, uh, basically connect to their minds, to the minds of Pokemon. It's not, uh, telepathy. They're not able to read minds, at least not of people and things like that, but it's more connecting emotions and being able to do an interplay of emotions. Uh, extremely powerful channelers are able to see through the eyes of Pokemon and actually uh, give them strength or trade Pokemon strengths and different things like that as well. So he's Bran Stark, is what we're saying. <laughs> I've read a quarter of the first Game of Thrones. So That's okay. Sure? That's okay. I think so. <laughs> no problem. Uh, I've yeah, only read generally... the first three, so... Okay. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Here we go. It's all right. 
Maybe so some of the, our listeners will get it and they'll appreciate it even more than yeah. I do. So. There you go. <laughs> but oh, uh, what, a channeler what? who, a channeler like in the D region, especially and things with like that, would be someone who would the not like a mixture of like Pokemon Center slash uh, therapy slash mm. uh, and like pet handling area. Mm. Just someone who is able to deal with any problems that people are having with their Pokemon or with wild Pokemon. Okay. Uh, what what was your name again? Dury Waller. D-U-R-I. Dury? Yes, Dury. Dury Waller? Oh, well, nice to meet you, Mr. Waller. Liliana, what did you get on your perception? I got an eight. Okay. Uh, looking around, it looks like he lives fairly simply. If he has any specific money, it's probably up in his house, or up in his, like, bedroom and areas there. Um... You do notice, like, looking at the damages and things like that, or it's either in his bedroom or on his person, uh, looking at the damages and things like that, uh, some of the damages look like something has gnawed at them with rather large fangs, and there's, like, there's one or two scorch marks that you don't write, that, that don't quite make sense, but uh, mostly it's the slashing of Scyther. And given that he's a channeler, it may be that those gnawing and those scorch marks were from a Pokemon that he dealt with earlier. Um, do I need to, like, roll stealth again to, like, <laughs> sneak back out of the house and then come back and be like, oh, hey, let's go, guys. No, but you do need to roll deception. Or guile. <laughs> you don't need to roll guile. Oh, okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You can sneak out just fine. It's coming back in and pretending like you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I rolled a 16. <laughs> All right. This is Liliana. Waltz is back, or Walt, yeah. She arrives for the (laughs) first time for them. (laughs) It's like, oh, Professor Sneeze, I I didn't see that you had already come in before me. Who who is this gentleman here? (laughs) Do I need to roll Guile to play along? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know she's lying? That's a good question. I will roll an intuition. Like, I, I saw her go in ahead of me, but I could be totally oblivious to everything. <laughs> because I'm old. Um, I rolled a 13 on my intuition. Okay. Uh, since you got since you saw her walking in, I'd say you have enough of a bonus on it that you know she's lying. Okay. <laughs> so you probably, if you want to play along, you would need a guile. Um... Maybe I'll just go the smarter route and just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, on the site. <laughs> He's like, oh, uh, sorry, you, you know Professor Sneeze here? Uh, I'm sorry, who are you? Uh, my name is Dory Waller. I'm the channeler. We're traveling <laughs> together. That's all. I. My internet just cut out. What? Yeah, what was that last <laughs> bit? We're traveling together. That's all. Oh, that's all. Okay. This is Liliana. Yes, thank you, Professor Sneeze. Hi, I'm Liliana. Nice to meet you. <laughs> she walks over and shakes his hand and then just kind of like looks back over her shoulder at Professor Sneeze and just kind of gives him a look like, just keep your mouth shut. It's fine. So, it's like, so anyways, I would love to help you with any of your... Uh... Pokemon needs, but right now I have some cleaning up to do. You see this, a uh, little bit of a mess. What? 
What happened? This this looks like a Scyther attack. It was a pack, or I guess it's a swarm for Scyther. Uh, that is the they... technical term, yes. I know that because I'm a Pokemon professor. Oh, really? Oh, are, are you now? <laughs> oh, who would have known from your, from your many, many works on, uh, what is it, Stormax? Yeah. Oh. But you haven't read it yet? You haven't read the 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 diet and habits of Snorlax in the northern regions of Chandi. Oh, oh don't worry. It's on it's on my reading list. I still have it in my knapsack. <laughs> Intuition to see if she's actually read it. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to roll a guile? <laughs> Is Liliana actually trying to lie to him? <laughs> Sure. Okay, go ahead. I rolled an 11. I rolled an 18. No! (laughs) (laughs) I expect you to read it within the next two weeks. By the time we record our next episode. You know, now I'm I'm expecting on like the random board on our thing just to see a treatise on Snorlax show up within <laughs> the next couple of days. Oh yes. All right. So uh, you you asked Uruwala what was going on before we digressed. Um, <laughs> or what a happened? Swarm of Scyther. It was a swarm of Scyther. I I woke up uh, early last night or early this morning, I suppose, uh, with to hear just a bunch of crashing and general ruckus coming from my downstairs waiting room and living room. So I came down to check and saw a swarm of... I think there were there were at least four of them, I believe, but there may have been more, uh, which I suppose is smallish for a swarm, but it's decent enough around here. It's, um, it's no small number of Scyther. They're pretty intimidating. And they were just kind of tearing apart my area, and I... I you know, I don't have any Pokemon of my own, so I'm not going to try to attack them or force them out, of course. But uh, I tried to connect with one, and uh, well, all I got was Rage, which uh, is worrisome. Um, they destroyed what they could find and then uh, abruptly left the area and kind of uh, swarmed back out where they came from. So I'm, I'm not sure where they went, but, uh, well, you seem like strong trainers. Would you be able to uh, maybe check in on them? I If... They're running on this much rage. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about what they might do to other Pokemon or to themselves. Um, can Liliana use intuition to see if he's lying, just because of like the other stuff that she saw before? Sure. Uh, I rolled a ten. Okay. As far as you can tell, he does not seem to be lying. Oh. Okay. Cool. Cool. We're good then. Um. Certainly, we would we would love to check in on on the the Scyther and, and make sure that they're okay. Um, I'm pretty sure they're they're fairly new movers to this area. I mean, I I haven't uh, seen or heard of them around from the other po- from the other wild Pokemon. So uh, hopefully, their nest should be simple enough to find. I'm I'm afraid I don't have much clues either way of where they came from, but but we'll we'll find them. Be uh, very helpful. I. I, I do have an appointment with someone coming in in a few hours, so I'd like to kind of get this place cleaned up before then. But I, not to kick you out or anything. I don't mean to do that. But of course, if you need to stay for uh, tea or anything, we can no, definitely no, do no. so. No, no, no. We but... don't. We don't want to intrude upon your hospitality any longer than we already have. 
Although, you know, something that, that might help us to find them quicker is if there was some reward, possibly, you know. some Something just help us on our, our way since we're traveling. You know, that would help. I'm going to okay. elbow Liliana. No, stop it. <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> What's your problem? Elbow him back. <laughs> Ow, you! careful. You're going to break one of we my need... hips. Can't do that again. Children, children. Can I get a, <laughs> could I get a charm check from Liliana? Sweet. Um, I rolled a seven. Like, oh, um, well, I... Okay, I, I think I could... Well, with what I have, I think I could scrape together maybe a thousand poke or so. Oh, that's wonderful. You're too kind. Whoa. <laughs> well, no, no, you guys, you, you guys are uh, helping me out with this, so thank you very much. Oh, uh, no, of course. It's the least we can do. All right, let's go. Right. Um... So I think the logical step for Professor Sneeze is going to be to go and look at the ground that was disturbed, also seemingly by the Scyther attack. Mm-hmm. Um, should I do a perception or survival or Pokemon education on that? You can do a survival here. will probably be a better check I for you. Do that. <sighs> Four. That's ground. <laughs> Hmm. Well, this is ground. Obviously, they're not here. Um, I rolled a nine for that. Nine for perception. All right. Uh, you don't notice anything different about the torn up ground, but you do notice another section of torn up ground, uh, roughly the same distance away that this parent piece of ground was from the uh, door, and it's kind of leading out into the forest. Professor Steez, check out that weird dirt over there that I am perceiving. Are they nine? Oh. They went that way. Let us go that way then. You can have another survival check on the dirt, on the other patch of dirt, if you like. <laughs> That's much better. That's fifteen. Okay. You survived the dirt. Good job. Hooray. <laughs> um, you notice some flecks of dirt that's that are still like. They look like they've stuck together on something, some sort of substance that was on the uh, ground beforehand. Um. There's not enough, like, they've been disturbed enough that there's no way to check original color. But if you had to guess from just what you saw in the doorway, there's, there was probably red paint on this patch of ground as well. Hmm. Um, being able to look around now, you can actually see uh, Scyther generally use their wings for short bursts rather than full flight. Um, preferring instead to run most of the time, though they can fly and, as fast as they can run. Um, so you're able to see the footprints of um, a scyther, uh, or of several scyther that have moved both towards the door of this place and leading away farther into the forest. Um, you also notice some footprints that are too small and oddly shaped to be a scyther. Um, they seem to be leading towards the door, uh, and, like towards the door in a way there are two sets of those as well, uh, but they're following in the same path as the scyther are going at the moment. Can I do a Pokemon education check on that? Sure. Let's see if I recognize what it is. 18. All right. It is a very humanoid footprint. It isn't human. You can tell that right away, but it is a humanoid Pokemon. Uh, unluckily, footprints 
for humanoid Pokemon are so similar mm. that it is extremely difficult to distinguish which from which. Um, if you had to guess, it's probably not something like a Timber or another uh, larger fighting type Pokemon, simply because the footprints aren't deep enough. Mm-hmm. But that uh, doesn't narrow your search down completely. It could be any of several uh, humanoid Pokemon. Okay. Um, all right. Can I can I detect where the Scyther were going, and these other footprints? Uh, that's your survival check. Lets you know that they're heading deeper into the forest in a more or less straight line. Okay. Um, you're guessing just from the pattern that you now there's there're going to be several tracks of disturbed uh, earth between mm-hmm. there and there. It's almost as though the Scyther were being led on. Okay. Um. Then I'm going to call out Archie, the APOM, and say, Archie, come on out. Uh, we're tracking some Scyther uh, and another Pokemon that we're not sure exactly what it is, some humanoid type, but they've gone into the forest. So uh, I want you to climb through the trees and help us try to find them. Seems then... sensible. Thanks. I like to be sensible. <laughs> and then we'll venture into the forest. At the same time, too, to help, I'll have Grunge kind of sniff out the tracks, too, and see if he can pick up on any sort of sense other than the fight, other than other than the scythers. Um, he says, "Strand goes bug, 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 not bug, bug, not bug, bug, not bug, 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 not bug, 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 not bug, bug, yeah, ah." Bug, not bug, and uh, weird, w- weird, weird. Bug, not bug, and weird. Hmm. Thanks, grunge. And so uh, you head through the uh, forest. Uh, Archie going through the trees to check in for a bit. Uh, he comes back to you after a while. You've been finding regular patches of disturbed dirt, just leading farther into the forest. Um, and Archie finally comes back and goes. Scyther nests farther up ahead. Scyther nocturnal. Sleeping now. Suggests quiet. Great. Thanks, Archie. Alright. So, as so. you keep moving forward, you finally come to the place where you can actually see uh, the Scyther nest. It's rather obvious to see because several small trees have been uh, chopped down by blades and kind of piled up into a ramshackle sort of structure. Uh, once you get to the last p- patch of disturbs dirt, which is slightly in front of the structure, uh, far enough away that you're not quite within full earshots, but close enough that you can see it. Mm. Wait, that doesn't make sense. But uh, <laughs> so, like, walking normally, you're not necessarily going to be heard, right. but you could still be able to see it from the entrance. Uh, once you get there, gr- uh, Grunge sits down and goes, bug, not bug, and points towards the Scyther area. Mm-hmm. And then goes weird and points to one side. And you can see that the tracks kind of diverge as well. Perception? Okay. Snake eyes. Mm, Let me see if I can get... Raleth have very red fur. (laughs) Those little black stripes. Why are they so asymmetrical? Wow, Grunge, you're weird. (laughs) He's fine just the way he is. No, no. No, no, weird points again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a 10 on perception. 
you hear some sort of uh, like low-grade buzzing noises coming from inside the ramshackle structure. You're guessing that might be uh, scyther snores. Um, there are several that you can that you can hear in there. Um, you also can see that the tracks that Professor Sneeze has pointed out for you uh, go off into the forest a decent ways and out of sight. Liliana at least is more interested in the weird than the survivor themselves. No, the survivor were over hey, in the, the other forest. The survivor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on going to say survivor. <laughs> yeah, so I guess you'd probably recommend that. Like, hmm, Professor Sneeze, what do, you, what do you think if we go and check out these other tracks? Because we know that these are Scyther over here. At least they look to be that. But what what is going on over here? The weird part of the forest. That's a good question. Yeah, I think we can go on. the The scyther are asleep. I don't. I don't think they'll be stirring for a while yet. So, um, yeah, let's 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 try to see what else is going on. All right. Do we need to use stealth or anything? Yes, you do need to use stealth to get past the uh, nest. Okay. Come on. No. Oh no! Please no! I got it. What did you roll? (laughs) No! Oh dear! Oh, I got a thirteen in myself. (laughs) That makes up for mine, right? Right. Can we take the average and just have like six or seven? (laughs) You ruined Christmas. Afraid not. So, um. As you go to sneak around, uh, Professor Sneeze starts putting his foot down when he notices a dry twig in front. So, uh, moving his foot to try to keep his balance and not step on the twig, he overbalances a bit and lands his hand on one of the uh, cut stumps, which lands silently, but he lands directly on a large splinter. The buzzing stops. (laughs) Then... There is a loud screech, and two insect green insectoid forms boil out of the front of the structure and start buzzing your way, uh, brandishing their claws angrily. Since Liliana got a 13, was she able to, like, jump into any nearby brush or anything in the forest before they appeared, or...? Uh, yes, they don't seem to have noticed Liliana. Aha! Sneak away. <laughs> You're on your own, Professor. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> uh, Professor Sneeze is going to call out Boo Boo the Swablu. Boo Boo, come on out! Boo Boo appears! And then uh, Professor Sneeze is going to use Flash on the Scyther. Okay. That's a six. The uh, Scyther blink and shield their eyes, though they are a few seconds late. Each of them have minus one to accuracy. I am going to have Grunge use Flame Wheel. Alright. Got a six for accuracy on that. 32 total for damage. Okay, you ended up doing 38 damage. Uh, that gave the Scyther two injuries, and it is up, but just barely. Mm. Uh, you can tell that these Scyther are fairly young. 
just looking over them that they're probably like the uh they're they're the ones who got poor guard duty and they're they're supposed to be basically the first warning mm. uh they go out and scyther a lot of what scyther hierarchy is about is how powerful you are so when you're younger you attack first so that you grow stronger <sighs> especially if it's a young one <laughs> um <laughs> oh. i kind of want to keep her hidden Trying to figure out ways for her to stay hidden, but still possible. Because mm-hmm. if she like throws anything outside from the brush, that would like make her obviously there, right? It does be... kind of give her away. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if both of these scythe are faint, you can hide again. But I'm just gonna have her hang back for now and skip. Okay. Oh, so these are the less powerful ones. <laughs> Right? <laughs> That's the thing here. Uh, so, on the one that Grunge did not attack. Yes. Um, Boo Boo! Use Peck on that other Scyther! And we rolled a 13 with an AC of 2. That's, that is a hit. 20 flying physical damage. 20 flying physical. You actually ended up doing 22 flying physical damage, and it does not quite gain an injury. It's very close. So the Scyther are both reeling back from the attacks on them, uh, but they jump forward, and the one that is less injured glares at uh, Boo Boo and... Grunge, who both feel a chill go over their spines. They each lose one defense combat stage. The other one, slashing out desperately, uh, loses a lightning strike on Grunge, who is able to leap to one side fairly easily. Meanwhile, the buzzing in the main uh, hut in there is getting louder, and so are the shrieks. Yeah, I guess... Uh, I'm just gonna power up my hair muscles and send stars flying at the one that Boo Boo attacked uh, using Swift. Okay, roll to see if you crit. I do not. That's a 14. Okay. So, 24 normal special damage. 24 normal special. You ended up doing 14 normal special damage, which gives that Scyther an injury. It is still standing, though. Grunge will use Bite on the Scyther that it had attacked previously. Okay. Um, I got 7 for accuracy and 30 total for damage. 30 dark physical. Okay, you ended up doing 20, 20 dark physical, which is enough to gain it another injury and faint the Scyther. So Grunge jumps up and bites down on the Scyther who falls backward and just lays there twitching. Boo-boo, try it again. Use Peck. That's eight with an AC of two. All right, that hits. Throw my dice around. Ugh. Um, 16 flying physical damage. You actually did 16 flying physical damage. All right. Which is enough to give it another injury and faint it as well. Good Peck, and that one falls over. Um... Just as that Scyther falls over, two more Scyther appear from the front, or appear from the entrance. Uh, these Scyther are bigger 
and looked much more dangerous than the others. Uh, one of them leaps forward towards Grunge and dodges to one side and then blasts at Grunge with an explosion of dark-looking energy, which slams into Grunge. It used Pursuit, which hits, and it does 34 dark physical damage. The other one leaps towards, uh, kind of glances over at uh, Boo Boo and clicks its teeth a bit, and then leaps forward with a and smacks at Boo Boo with the flat of its blade and hits. It uses false swipe and does 22 normal physical damage. Wait, wait a second. No, uh, it actually did 27 normal physical damage. Oh, okay. Alright, and there is still... It sounds like there is one more Scyther left in uh, the area. Mm. Still yet to come out. Uh, This Scyther sounds weird. Yeah, I guess we'll do Flash. So, Flash on these Scyther, powering up the hair muscles. 16. Alright, both of them blink and try to shield their eyes too late again. Feel the power of my bright hair. There you are. I'm going to have Grunge use... Wait, how many survivors? Er, oh, Scyther! Scyther, there, Scyther, Scyther, Scyther. There are two fainted Scyther and two Scyther who are standing in front of you now. Okay, and one of them is not injured, but it's been... Uh, neither of them have been injured yet. Um, we'll do Flame Wheel again. Okay. Um, I guess it doesn't really matter on each other. Do the one that attacked him or the one that attacked Boo Boo? Uh, we'll do the one that attacked Boo Boo and go help out his friend. Okay. So I got a four for accuracy. Four. Uh, the Scyther actually manages to dodge very quickly out of the way of the flaming uh, gr- grunge. <sighs> I'm waiting for the big one. <laughs> All right. Um, boo-boo, use... Sing! Uh, 13. 13. Both of the Scyther manage... Uh, they slow down for a moment, but manage to shake it off and, and sit up. Uh. Still wait for long enough, but they do have a minus two to evasion. Yep. So after that has happened... Um... The Scyther that went after Boo Boo first goes after, uh, tries to hit it again with the flat of its blade. Mm-hmm. But this time, it still manages to smack Boo Boo on the head with the flat of its blade. <laughs> and this time, it does 29 physical normal damage. Meanwhile, the other uh, Scyther has uh, started uh, scraping its blades together and seems to be kind of uh, hopping back and forth and pumping itself up. Mm-hmm. It uses focus energy. Invasion. Um, the sh- weird shrieking noise from inside the uh, nest abruptly stops. Oh. Okay. So you, can always roll, uh, you can always roll skills if you like. Yeah. I was just thinking about rolling a Pokemon Education on that. I'm gonna do it. 
15. Um, Scyther shriek when they're defending their nest area, but they stop once they catch sight of the opponent. Um, as though they're getting rid uh, since they can serve it for fighting. So if it stops screeching, it's seen you guys. Which means it should have exited, but you saw nothing. Hmm. So wait, so that... So it saw me too, hiding in the brush then? Um, not necessarily. It saw at least one enemy. Okay. Interesting. And since it stopped, it means that it's left the... It, it, it must have left the nest. So either there are more exits, even though it sounded like the shrieking was coming closer to you, or it's left, but you guys didn't see it leave. Huh. Perception? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to wait for your turn to roll skills. I got a um, seven. I rolled a five. <laughs> hey! You guys don't see anything. No. <laughs> okay. Um, well then, in that case, I'm going to use Swift. Um, and I just noticed this, but mm-hmm. Swift is a blast two, range blast two. You have a point. Two. It hits both of them. You're right. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to oh. hit both the Scyther with Swift. Roll to see if you crit. 13, so no crit. Okay. Um, that is a 23 normal special damage. You really aren't rolling high on your Swifts, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on one of them you did 11 normal special damage. On the other one you did 7 normal special damage. Neither of them are injured. Yeah. They react to the bombardment by slashing some of the uh, stars out of the air, but enough of them hit that they're hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do Flame Wheel again. So, got a 9 for accuracy this time. And are you attacking the same one that you tried to attack before? Yep. Alright, that hits. Alright, and I got 31 total for damage. Fire physical damage. Total, okay. You ended up doing 35 normal physical, or fire physical damage. Which gives the Scyther two injuries, but it is still standing. Scyther shrieks again in pain as it's uh, reeling back from the blazing grunge in front of it, but it's still up. Okay. Um, so I have a question. If I jump out and use Astonish now, yes. would I be able to use Stealth right away after that? You would be rolling at a disadvantage because they saw you, but you could definitely try. Okay. Um, yeah, I might as well try. So... I'm going to use the old Razzle Dazzle Astonish. Same one that Grunge attacked? Or? Um, we'll do it on the one that is healthier. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. I got an eight. <laughs> an eight is enough to hit, and you auto flinch because it didn't know you were there. Mm-hmm. So roll damage. Um, what's really nice about that? Okay. Whoa, where'd you come from? (laughs) I got 21 with that. (laughs) 21, all right, and that was ghost physical. Yep. All right, you ended up doing nine ghost physical damage to it. It doesn't gain an injury, but it is flinched. 
so it jerks and reels back from the surprise of someone suddenly being there. Oh, wait. Oh, um, roll your stealth to escape, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll you Okay, so I got 24 for that. So then I'm going to quick try to sneak over to the nest. Oh, into the nest? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. This could be, be a really bad idea, but I'm going to go for it. <laughs> When have bad ideas ever stopped any of us? Oh, alright. <laughs> okay. Before I say what happens, Boo Boo is up. Oh boy. Um, which of these scythers looks better? The one that has just been flinched. Alright. Uh, Boo Boo, use Fury Attack on that scyther! So we're coming with Fury Attack, and that's a 9? No, 10, sorry. I forgot. Ten hits. Okay. That's right there. Remember, uh, for five, it's five strike because you're doing fury attack, right? Right. How's that? Roll one d eight. Okay. Eight. <laughs> that means you hit five times. Yes. Uh, so you hit five times. Fury attack has a damage base of four. No, it actually. Okay. Since Wait. you are a normal type, fury attack actually has a damage base of two. You get a plus two due to uh, stab. Right. So, actually, it, ha- it has a new uh, damage base of 12, not 20. Okay. I was going to say 20 is huge. Roll 3d12. 3D tw- yep, 3d12 plus 10 plus your attack. Oh so, 3d12 plus 15. 33 normal physical damage. 33 normal physical damage. Alright, you actually did 21 normal physical damage, which is enough to give it an injury, but not enough to faint it. So you go and peck, uh, Boo Boo pecks all over it, and it is still reeling from being astonished, and it just reels back and is going with there. Um, the other scyther is still reeling from being, uh, burst into flame by, uh, Grunge charges forward with an aura of dark energy around it and slams into grunge again. And it does 33 dark physical damage. Okay. And grunge is out down for the count. Okay. No. Slams into grunge. She goes reeling back. Meanwhile, Liliana has snuck past the, uh, site, the scyther in the front, seeing them none none the wiser and starts heading towards the entryway of the, uh, which we call it the nest, when she bumps into something. What is that? Looking down, uh, you see almost perfectly hidden by the shadows of the, um, nest opening area is a scyther. But not quite. First of all, this scyther is jet black with, um, it, it's ju- it's jet black from top to all. It also seems to be missing its actual blades of its sights. Instead, it has two black, like, bony protrusions coming out with empty uh, areas where the blade should be. And its wings are also just two bony protrusions coming from the back. Uh, it looks up at you with what look like empty eye sockets for a second before suddenly they blink open and it's like being hit in the face by spotlights. Um arcs of energy start arcing between the bones that make up its wings and the bones that make up its sights, 
until uh, they are totally filled in and it has two sides and two wings made out of arcing electricity. Uh, it opens its mouth and lets out a distorted screech that sounds like a scyther being uh, fed through a industrial machine. And leaps straight towards you, uh, burning, uh, blasting energy with its overlarge jaws wide open. <laughs> That's so creepy. That's really creepy. Um, tell me Holy you're cow. gonna catch that. Yeah. <laughs> uh... So it used spark on you. Okay. It did a 46 electric physical damage. Holy cats. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, the other the other Scyther is flinched. Uh, you also see this weirdly, like, utterly distorted Scyther burst out of nowhere and blast past uh, Liliana and onto the field. <sighs> Weird. Um... That's really weird, and also Professor Sneeze is curious quick, about it. Quick side note, uh, thank you to Entertained Rambling at Burain on Twitter for rolling the one that created this monster. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, man! <laughs> Thanks a lot! <laughs> You've created nightmares for us for a month! <laughs> <laughs> You, you do want the journey to continue, right? <laughs> like I said, no one's going to die over the on, on, on this side of the mountains. <laughs> Good. I'm I'm of course, you know, this guy, this was one that he rolled, so he wasn't in the original plan. Uh, oh, man, that's interesting. <laughs> Yay, surprises. Yay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, both of them have at least one injury, um, mm-hmm. and both of them look like they're on their last legs. Okay. The new Scyther looks fresh and, well, you know. <laughs> like... I mean, is it really fresh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't look like he rotted. He just looks like he's jet black and has an overlarge spiky jaw, and his uh, eyes, wings, and blades are made of lightning. So. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> You can name him Sparky for now. Sparky. <laughs> Alright. Well, Professor Sneeze is just kind of reacting in surprise horror to this. Um, we're going to say it's kind of a knee-jerk, unintentional response. His hair just lights up and he uses flash. <laughs> Alright. That's a three with an AC of two. Um, The other two Scyther managed to... Uh, get their blades up in time to block it. Uh, for the other Scyther, its electricity just winks out for a second as soon as the flash comes on, and then it lights up again, seeming no- none the worse for wear. Yeah. All right. Other All than right. that, Professor Sneeze is just kind of, kind of like stumble back a little bit, like what? Um, I'm going to go with my Krogunk Me. All right. Out comes Me. Me is fast enough that. Uh, she goes right away. Okay, um, I'm also going to quick use a potion on myself as well. Right, so you heal 20 HP. I am going to have Myth use Blood Slap on the really, really scary looking 
Scyther. Okay. I rolled an 11 accuracy. That hits. Um, I got 16 for the total damage. And that was ground special? Ground physical. Ground physical. Oh, wait, no, you're right. Ground special, sorry. You said 16 total. Yep. Alright, you ended up doing 13 damage, which does not give that Scyther an injury. Hmm. It does lose one accuracy, though, so you smacked it right in its eyelights. And now it's trying to use its bone tips to dig the mud out of its eyes. Stop doing that! Don't do that! That's weird and creepy. (laughs) All the while gnashing its its over-large jaw. Uh, (laughs) Boo-boo, use disarming voice on as many Scyther as you can hit. So Boo-Boo flies into the middle of the area, rather close to the uh, new Scyther, but blasts with disarming voice and can hit all of them. So roll three times for accuracy. No, cannot miss. Yep, cannot roll miss. Three times to see, roll three times to see if you crit. Oh, okay. Which, what, which, and choose which roll is going to which one. All right, the first one was one was for a regular Scyther, and then okay. this is, the white one is for a regular Scyther, and the black one is for the black Scyther. <laughs> All right. Crit on the Black Scyther! No joke! Uh, I'm going to point this to all you. Right. Look at it. Look so at roll, that. Oh my Look gosh, at that. that's awesome. Right. So roll 2d8 and add uh, 19 instead of 13. Okay. 2d8. Yeah, so roll, So for that one, roll 2d8 and add 19. Whew! Um, that's 27 very special damage. 27 very special you actually did 30 very special damage, which managed to give it two injuries, but it is still standing. Roll 1d6 and add 13 for the other two. Or, yeah, 1d8 1D, and add 13. 1d8 and add 13. Uh, 21 very special damage. 21 very special for the other two. Yep. All right. For one of them, you did nine very special damage, which is just enough to give it an injury and knock it out. For the other one, you did five very special damage, which does not knock it out. The first Scyther turns towards... Who has hurt it the most lately? (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) It actually turns towards Boo-Boo. No. (laughs) And goes in with another smack on the flat of its blade, which this time Boo-Boo avoids, unfortunately putting it face-to-face with the other Scyther, <laughs> who has turned its glowing electric eyes towards Boo-Boo. No, Sparky. Leave Boo-Boo alone. Boo Nash, uh, the, uh, Scyther gnashes its teeth twice Ugh. and then lunges forward. No. And trips over its own feet. Yes! <laughs> Unfortunately, the, the voice has made it a little punch drunk. Well, we're going to return yes. Boo-Boo. We know that. You Boo-boo, come Boo-boo? on back! As you, you return Boo-Boo, the uh, uh, Alpha Scyther's eyes snap up, and it leaps forward again. No. Slamming into Boo-Boo, uh, no. it used Pursuit, no. which can be used as an interrupt. Crap. And it does 40 Yo. dark physical damage. Oh, man. Boo-Boo's knocked out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it slammed Boo-Boo to the ground, and you saw... Boo-Boo kind of passed out on the ground just before uh, she gets returned. And it looks up at you and 
I, I call it a shriek, but it's almost more of a roar at this point with the distorted metal. Um, Melody, come on out! So Melody the Jigglypuff comes out. And... Um, so Professor Sneeze is just going to hold his turn. Um, do Poison Sting. On the, on the non-alpha? On the non-alpha, yeah. Because okay. the alpha's almost about to drop, right? The alpha looks like a good hit will knock it out, yes. Okay, yeah, I don't want to knock it out. Um, so I got 15 for accuracy. Get out of here. It's... I I'm sorry, I'll move. <laughs> I hate when you like scroll over something and, and then things drop down mm -hmm. that I don't want them to drop down and it's just dumb <laughs> dropping things. I know I'm clumsy, but come on. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, I got so a 23 on that. 23, 23 poison physical. That is 11 poison physical damage, which is just enough to give that one another injury and knock it out. Yeehaw. Okay, I will try to use a great ball. Okay, I got 18. That is a solid hit. I got a 1, so... You seriously rolled a 1? Yeah. Oh um, wait, oh never mind. Oh, I rolled the wrong thing. No, never mind. Okay. No, I got 77, so I got... 67. 67. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was astonished for a second there. With the good old razzle dazzle. I roll, I rolled the wrong thing. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. So the ball, uh, as you throw it towards the Alpha Scyther, it actually turns and looks like it's about to try to swallow the ball. <laughs> but it manages to capture it first. And the ball shakes once. Shakes twice. There's an arc of electricity over the ball. Ding! Yes! Congratulations, you captured a level 17 male Scyther? First of all, the Scyther is electric and dark type. So as of what it knows right now, um, instead of Leer, mm -hmm. it knows Spark. And instead of Quick Attack... It knows bite. All right, so the battlefield is now quiet. You have four fainted scythers and one apparently uh, utterly terrifying scyther in a pokeball. <laughs> you pick it up. You're, you could have sworn that the pokeball is still shaking occasionally, but that might just be your imagination. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, put this in my bag. <laughs> Perception? Okay. Six. There doesn't seem to be anything else making noise inside the nest. But there were tracks that went elsewhere. Yeah, around and away. That grunge said were weird. Yes, that smelled weird. That smelled weird. Mm hmm. All right. I'm going to try to follow those tracks. <laughs> All right. Do with Melody, kind of trotting along with me. So then your uh, sneeze is going to start following the weird tracks. Yep. And these are the humanoid-looking ones, right? These are the humanoid-looking ones, yes. Okay. All right. 
So as you follow the tracks for a while, um, once you get to a certain point, you notice a mark of red, like far enough away from the scyther nest that it probably wouldn't be in their normal like foraging area. You notice a mark about waist level for you on a tree that is just a solid mark of red paint. This is weird. Pokemon education? 14. All right. Uh, the humanoid footprints kind of gotten to you, but now that you're actually seeing the red paint marked on the side of a tree, it's finally clicking in your head. This is probably a Smeargle. Mm. Which is a Pokemon that's able to excrete basically a paint-like substance from its tail, which it uses to mark its territory and do things like that. Um, Smeargle also have the key ability of being able to use Sketch, which means that uh, once they see a move, they can add that move to their move list. Mm. No matter what move it is. If they see it, they can add it. As many times as they have the move Sketch learned. Cool. Uh, Smeargle in general are kind of whimsical and usually aren't violent or anything like that, so its whole involvement in this is still something of a mystery. Hmm. This is this is weird. Smeargle aren't usually around in this area. But this is clearly a Smeargle marking its territory. Hmm. Hmm. Why would it be doing it around a bunch of uh, a bunch of scythers? Not survivors. <laughs> scythers. <laughs> Completely different things. <sighs> yes, yeah, very Smart. different. Uh, from uh, from the trees where he's been sitting and uh, observing the battle and kind of making excited commentary to himself about the Alpha Scyther and things, uh, Archie goes, yes, Swiper very different. Have matriarchal structure. Yes, thank you, Archie. <laughs> so helpful. <laughs> Welcome, anytime. Do you know where this, this Smeargle went? Uh, guessing from footprints is somewhere in territory. All right, let's look for it. All right. Um, as you move along, you start to see the uh, paint is kind of marked in more like fanciful swirls and things, and it starts painting out something like a scene. Um, it has like uh, you can see little scenes of just uh, little rock-like formations, what almost look like all in red paint. So it's kind of hard to distinguish different things, but there's like little oblong shapes, and next to them are figures that are basically humanoid, but with these very long tails. We're saying that, and that that image just keeps seems, seems to keep being drawn over and over. Hmm. Uh, via your Pokemon education, you know that uh, Smeargle are very adept painters, obviously from their things. Like they're literally able to draw moves to life. So uh, these seem oddly crude for a Smeargle. Uh, finally, you get to like a little cave-like area that's surrounded by the, the rocks and things. Um, on top of the cave is a Trilithon stone. Mm-hmm. And I get a perception. I got, I got an eight. A four. Okay. Uh, you're looking around for a bit until finally Liliana hears a snore coming from uh, the Trilithon stones and uh sitting in the shadow of one of the stones just like in a little dip is a uh tan pokemon with dark brown ears dark brown rings around its eyes and an odd 
like floofy protrusion on top of its head with a point that looks kind of like a beret. Um, and it is sitting under the triathlon, fast asleep, clutching a little red brush to its uh, to its chest. The brush is, is attached to a tail, which is attached to it. Hmm. So there is a sleeping smeargle under the triathlon. Um, Liliana's gonna whisper to Professor Sneeze what she sees. Professor Sneeze, look up there. I think that's the smeargle we're looking for. I think you're right. I think that's it. Let's go get it. <laughs> go for it. Okay. Um. <laughs> Professor Sneeze is gonna creep up to it. Um. I should probably roll a stealth for this because he's going to try to get as close as possible without it waking up. Probably. Good luck. Three. So not a one. That's good. <laughs> um, the smeargle, uh Once you get within about 20 feet or so, the smeargle snorts and opens one eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Professor Sneeze will immediately freeze um, and look at it. And then go, hi, <laughs> and wave really slowly. How are you? Uh, the smeargle immediately leaps up and starts painting furiously in the air. Uh, the paintings become little stars of uh, some of paint substance that shoots towards uh, Professor Sneeze, but patter all around him and just barely miss. That the smeargle used water shuriken and missed. Oh, okay. Blah! Whoa, that was really close. Um, hang on. Um, and Professor Sneeze is going to um, use Pokemon education in lieu of charm and say, um, you are quite the artist, my dear Mr. Smeargle. Wait, can I tell if it's a male or female? Judging by its uh, size, it's probably female. Oh, my dear Madame She's a lady. She is a lady. <laughs> Thank you. My dear Madame Smeargle, uh, you are quite the artiste. Uh, I would be honored if you would consent to join me on my Pokemon adventures and paint our way into the future. And here's my Pokemon education check in lieu of charm. Fifteen. The Smeargle glares at you and begins to draw again. I know. Um, judging by its actions and things, uh, it's reacting instinctively to you as a human being. Oh, okay. It's angry at humans for some reason. Oh. Well. Professor Sneeze is going to use Swift and send stars since the Smeargle sent a uh, little... Kind of stars of water shuriken toward Professor Sneeze. You can use Swift and send other stars. Not a crit. Okay. That is 27 normal special damage. 27 normal special. You did 18 normal special, which isn't un- quite enough to give it an injury. Okay. Uh, I will just sit it out because I don't really have that many good helpful moves that aren't going to just smack it around so All right. <laughs> you probably don't want me doing that <laughs> let's 
try an old faithful. Melody, you sing! Come on. Nat 20! Beautiful. Woo! I love uh, this. Smeargle blinks and then passes out. Way to go, Melody! So the Smeargle is sitting and snoring and continues to snore through its turn. Professor Sneeze is going to take out a Great Ball and throw it at the Smeargle. Twelve. That hits. And that's going to be a sixty-five. Sixty-five. The ball, uh, Pokeball shakes once, shakes twice. Shakes a third time. Ding! Yes! Congratulations, you caught a level 16 female Smeargle. Woo. So, um, walking back through the area that you're going through, you notice that the oblong shapes that all, like, the, uh, basically Smeargle figures are next to, uh, they look kind of like trilithons, but they're a little wobbly. Not so much that they were badly painted, as or as though they were trying to be marked as differently from just like the basic stone structure. Hmm. I think this Smeargle is an impressionist. Fantastic. <laughs> Alright. Um, I will if... tell you that this Smeargle at the moment has a loyalty of zero, so it's going to take a while for it to get warm up to you. Command checks will make it obey you in battle. Charm, Pokemon education, things like that is how you get it to warm up to you. Outside of battle. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good. Also, figuring out why it's angry at you will help. Right. Right. All right. So, you guys head back to town then? Yep. Yep. All right. Um... Once you get back into town, uh, you it takes you a little while to find uh, Dury Waller's house because it looks like a new door has been installed uh, in the time you were gone. So his house looks like another hill. So it takes a bit longer to distinguish it from the other houses. <laughs> Professor Sneeze has a little bit of an easier job. He's grown up in this area, but... Uh, I get it. For old Ratu, born Liliana, it, it's kind of strange to be in a house that's also a hill. What is this? This just can't even be real. And uh, he greets you back and is like, oh, so you've made it back. Uh, did everything go all right? You found the Scyther and uh, were able to calm them down and everything? You could say they're calmed down. Yeah. Oh, they were phenomenal. Didn't cause us any trouble at all. I will need a guile for that. <laughs> From both I feel of us. This episode is just really sassy. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right. Um, I got a 17 for that. <laughs> All right. He believes Liliana. I got a five. <laughs> he, he gives uh, Professor Sneeze a little bit of a. Uh, inquisitive look, but Liliana saying that everything was fine kind of lets him uh, okay, well, I scraped it together and I think I got um, here's uh, 1500 poke total so uh, you can split it among yourselves as much as you like. I'm sorry I couldn't get you much more, but I, I'm just a small town channeler, so I don't really have much Oh no, that's good, thank you Thank you <laughs> Money, money, money <laughs> As if she doesn't have enough already with her, like, 3,000-some. Right, and that isn't 1,500 poke each, that's 1,500 total. total. So you can split mm -hmm. that two ways or however much you like. I, 
I mean, we could just split it two ways, since, I mean, you know, it's just... <laughs> I mean, you could, if you'd like. You're it's up to you. You me that. It sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, so you split it two ways, and I'm guessing, uh, since... Liliana has two injuries, Grunge has three injuries, uh, and all the other injuries and faintings of your Pokemon, you head back to the Pokemon Center. Yes. Where eventually Charlie will join you. <laughs> but but I think that is all the time we have for this week, so thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestryradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at Podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Rollout. Also, follow our network on Twitter, at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at tapestryradio.org, like Intermission and Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch. A special thank you to Rocco W. for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. Once again, you, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter, at PokeRollNick. I actually have one or two tweets up. Woohoo! Hooray! Uh, if Paul were here, he would say you can find him at ProfSnag. Uh, I'm Michael, and you can find me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L, as well as in the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room on Facebook. And I'm Lydia, and you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, well, you can find me on Twitter at little underscore shadow eight, and both on Twitter and Facebook, or on the Tap Room, you can find pictures of me with the fancy new microphone. Woo! Oh. I mean, they're nothing exquisite, but nice. you get it. You get to see my smiling face. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> and if you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, now for a full year, tell Woo-hoo! a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. Next time on Pokemon Rollout. The trainers are only a short walk away from Trilithon Sanctuary, the home of their next badge, and one of the locations where the Flames of Agni are working. On their trip here, their luck has been fairly good. Will that continue, or is a burst of bad fortune about to drop on their heads? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollout. podcast doesn't work without Nick. That's the moral. I was going to say something along the lines of let there be light, but that seemed a bit too much. (laughs) It's a Pikachu named Butts at the moment. (laughs) Last time on on Pokemon Rollout, Duskulls are jerks. Why is this taking so long? Thank you. (laughs) Whenever I get mad at the computer, then it...
works. You know what else is a palindrome? Race car? Oh, I was, well, yeah, I was gonna say Taco Cat. Oh, true. Taco Cat. I was gonna say Pendragon. Ooh. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. It's not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, no. This is fun. <laughs> gotcha! D depending on the language, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even think even then. Just let, let him be happy, okay? okay. Just accept it. I can't have everything, Michael. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Link me! Command me! <laughs> what, what did you roll? <laughs> Well, Professor Sneep, Sneep, Sneep. So, boo blue, boo boo, boo 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 Interesting choice to make. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do right now. Um, no. um, I'll look up what sleep does because I always forget. Sleeping is like taking a nap, Nick. Yeah. Makes that longer. But what is, I, I don't know what this sleep and nap is that you talk about. I never do. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener, obviated objects of oblivion obambulating about, offered unto you in the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org, from our fancy to yours. <laughs> <laughs>